Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast series. My name is Natalie Tornisi, and I am a billing manager at Outsource Strategies International. I wanted to take some time to talk about telemedicine, especially that it's such a hot topic right now with COVID-19. Uh, as COVID-19 cases skyrocket, telemedicine has emerged as an important tool to care for your patients while maintaining social distancing. Telemedicine is a digital office visit that allows patients to communicate with physicians remotely on the status of their health. I'm going to touch a bit on the rules and regulations for utilizing telehealth to care for your patients. I will also include a transcript along with this podcast that will outline all of the associated coding related to this. Uh, Medicare and commercial payers do have specific billing, coding, and payment requirements for these virtual visits, and these regulations are constantly being changed due to COVID-19. The guidelines that I will be discussing apply to telehealth, telemedicine, and telemonitoring, which generally involve the exchange of medical information between parties through electronic communication. Effective on March 6, 2020, the home can be the originating site during an emergency. For the duration of the COVID-19 public health emergency, providers will be reimbursed for telehealth services furnished to beneficiaries in any healthcare facility as well as their home. The common telehealth approaches are as follows. Audio video visits using e and codes 99201 to 99205. No modifier is required for Medicare claims with these codes. For commercial claims, you would use modifier 95 or GT, which I will discuss later. Other codes for telehealth are G0425 to G0427, which are telehealth consults in the ER, uh, their initial patient codes. Uh, the telehealth consultation emergency department or initial patient is typically 30 minutes for the G0425. And then uh, for the other coding, you know, it would depend on how many minutes uh, the patient was being seen. Uh, the G0406 and the G0408 are follow-up initial patient teleconsults for hospitals and skilled nursing facilities. Uh, the follow-up inpatient consultation, uh, physicians typically spend 15 minutes for the G0406, and the minutes can go up for G0407 and G0408, respectively. In the current circumstances, the audio-video interaction between the patient and providers is permitted to take place on Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, or Doxy. These new guidelines um, began on March 17th of 2020. The audio visit must be initiated by the patient, whether the patient be new or established. The office or other outpatient visit for the establishment and management of a new patient requires three components. A problem-focused history, a problem-focused exam, and a straightforward medical decision-making. Distant site practitioners who can furnish and obtain payment for covered telehealth services can include physicians, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, nurse midwives, CNAs, clinical psychologists, clinical social workers, registered dietitians, and nutrition professionals. I'm going to discuss a bit about the virtual check-in codes, which are G2010 and G2012. The virtual check-in is a five to 10 minute phone call or video call. It can be any real-time audio or two-way audio interactions that are enhanced with video or other kinds of data transmission. These are unlike Medicare telehealth visits they, uh, as they do not require audio and visual capabilities for real-time communication.
G2010 is a remote evaluation of recorded video and or images submitted by an established patient, including interpretation with follow-up with the patient within 24 business hours, not originating from a related E&M service provided within the previous seven days, nor leading to an E&M service or procedure within the next 24 hours or soonest available appointment. The G2012 is brief communication technology-based service. An example is virtual check-in by a physician or other qualified healthcare professional who can report evaluation and management services. The guidelines for billing Medicare virtual check-in codes are the call must be initiated by the patient. The patient does not have to be established during the COVID-19 crisis. The visit cannot be related to a previous E&M that has occurred within the past seven days. The visit cannot trigger a face-to-face -face visit within 24 hours or first available. The patient's verbal consent must be obtained prior to using and billing virtual check-in service. There are no geographic restrictions for patient location. The place of service is 11. Communication can use non-HIPAA compliant technology during the COVID-19 public health emergency. That's right, communication can use non-HIPAA compliant technology. Uh, a nurse or other staff members cannot provide the service. It must be a clinician who can bill E&M services. Telephone only and no video E&M services are also reimbursable during this public health emergency by some payers. No modifier is needed for these codes because they are not telehealth. They are only audio, only telephone. The CPT codes for billing telephone calls are 99441 to 99443 and 98966 to 98968. For these non-Medicare codes, you're always going to use the place of service as 11. E-visits are non-face-to-face patient-initiated communications with their providers using an online HIPAA-compliant platform, such as an EHR record portal, a secure email, or other digital applications. E-visits may be billed using codes 99421 to 99423 and HIPAA codes G2061 to G2063 as applicable. Clinicians who may not independently bill using these E&M visits are physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech-language pathologists, and clinical psychologists. They can, however, provide these e-visits by utilizing the following codes, G2061 and G2062 and G2063. You can refer to the transcript that I'm going to include with this podcast. The considerations for billing e-visits are as follows. They can only be reported when the billing practice has an established relationship with the Medicare patient. Online patient portals can be used in all types of locations, including the patient's home, and in all areas, not just rural. Patients must generate the initial inquiry and communications can occur over a seven-day period. The patient must verbally consent to receive virtual check-in services. Medicare coinsurance and deductible would apply to these services. And practitioners who may independently bill Medicare for E&M visits, for example, physicians and nurse practitioners can bill e-visits. Modifier 95 is used when synchronous telemedicine services are rendered via a real-time interactive. 
Synchronous telemedicine services are defined as a real-time interaction between a physician or other qualified healthcare professional and a patient who is located at a distant site from the physician or other qualified healthcare professional. The place of service too should be to report the location when health services are provided or received through telecommunication technology. Modifier 95 should not be used with virtual visits, G2012, or the digital evaluations of 99421 to 99423. Private payers may still be using the modifier GT. The GT modifier is used to indicate a service was rendered via synchronous telecommunication. In 2018, CMS replaced the GT modifier with place of service 2. However, this does not mean that the GT modifier is no longer recognized. Some private payers still recognize and prefer the GT modifier. Besides using the correct HISPIS and CPT codes, it's also important to use the appropriate ICD-10 codes. Since some service cost sharing is now being waived because of COVID-19 testing and treatment, I hope this helps, but always remember that documentation and a thorough knowledge of payer regulations and guidelines is critical to ensure accurate reimbursement for the procedures performed. Thank you for your time.